The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Field, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Welcome to the show. It is Thursday. You're looking live at Tostitos Championship Plaza outside Ford Center at the Star in Frisco, Texas, where it is a sunny. This is unbelievable. It's, it's a good day. It's 65 degrees. The day. high is 69. The low is 41. And oh, he's Shannon. That's Nate. This is Kurt. In the back is Chris. I am Zaddy Holly. Together we make Hanging with the Boys, the sports talk equivalent of Braille. People, <laughs> Us when we run through you when we speak. This segment is brought to you mm. each and every day by Wingstop, where flavor gets it. its wings. wings. It's unbelievable weather. It's gonna be ten. Yeah, I hit the button with my <laughs> the third finger. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be ten degrees on Monday. It's, it's seventy. It's gonna be seventy degrees today. Oh, take un- advantage of it. It's yeah. Unbelievable. Take advantage of it, baby. How are y'all today? Good. Great. Good. Good. Doing great. Good. Yes. Mm-hmm. good. How's your energy, Jess? Energy's good. You back, you back in there? I don't see a juice. You... you know, I stopped to get a juice and they didn't have the one that I wanted. Oh. They didn't have what oh. I wanted. So you didn't want to waste it on a juice? Yeah, you didn't yeah, want... yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. That, you know, the one thing I would say about, and I wish I could keep this throughout the rest of the year, but it, it always just happens when I'm, when I'm doing my fast is, like, I am very, very, very selective with everything. Who I give my time to, who I'm around, who I talk to, because I don't have much energy. Mm-hmm. So I have to be very selective of who I give my energy to. And so, like, even with the juice, I was like, you don't have what I want, what I want, the one that I want, <laughs> but I don't want anything. You get very, right. you get very self-centered. No, I just, I just, I just, I do get a little focused. I do get self-focused. I do get a little, little, little grumpy. Hangry. A little oh, grumpy. Oh, I get oh. a little grumpy. I get a little, little, little agitated, mm-hmm. but. So yeah. I got a question for you. Yes. So I fasted for the first time on purpose for like 20, close to 24 hours yesterday. Yeah. Just because I was getting, I'm getting ready for Mexico. I was like, I'm going to experiment a little bit and see if mm. I can drop a little, Shred drop out. a little, yeah, drop a little flab in the stomach area. But if I lose too much weight, I get, I, my face sinks in and I, I look like something's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was like, I'm try this experiment this next week. So I've been, I've been eating good actually the last two weeks and only splurging mainly on weekends. But you, you kind of get over the hangry part, don't you? You, you kind of deal with it. Like it's not as. Not 24 hours. I mean, I was still a little hangry, but I could tell, like, if I if I kept doing this, like, I didn't really eat anything until lunch today. Yeah. Like, I drank a shake last night, which kind of broke it a little bit. But I could tell, like, and, but I didn't drink a lot of it. But I was like, it, you could probably get used to it, it's right? The, yeah, like, it's the irritability, like, day two, three. Because you get, you get the hair, the headaches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You like get the, the headaches. Withdrawals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get the headaches, and then you get the fatigue. And so you head, – headache, fatigue – that's when the angry ah, comes. Because see, that's I was still when, able to go to the gym last right, night. Right. Yeah. I yeah. wasn't. I wasn't as. That was much energy, but I was like, right. you know, I couldn't tell a huge difference. Right. So, but then yeah, I wasn't as hungry. Because twenty four hours, just your body still has so much stuff yeah, stored up that it's, it, it's it's feeding off of. Yeah. I think I'm gonna do it again tomorrow. You get to seventy. You get to seventy two hours. That's that's real deal. 
Yeah. You know, you know if you if you're a man or not. Do yeah. you do you start questioning it on day <laughs> two time. or three? Every time for ten plus years. <laughs> Why are you doing this again? Like I, every single. It's like time. running a race. Like every running that, single. Like time. I've never run a marathon, but I'm sure it's the same. I ran a half marathon, and and like. One mile, two miles left. I was like, "Why am I doing this?" And then three days later, I was like, "You know, when I finished, I was like, I'm never doing this ever again." And like two days later, I was like, "Man, I, you know what? I kind of think I want to go run another one." So, yep. yeah. How you doing, Nate? How's your fast going? I go, I'm going, I'm going this? real fast to my food. I'm about to say, <laughs> uh, yeah. soup, tortilla soup. Yeah, what do yeah, they got today? Chicken, some type of chicken, chicken soup. Nice. Hey, what is that thing, Coach McCarthy? What is that? How you, you take a it? shot at it? Take a shot at it. Uh, sees everything. Yeah. Yes. How do you? Say, what's what, what's the word? Now this one I'm actually help Kurt. You've already. No, no, no. Your <laughs> yeah. turn. You asked us twice before the show. Your turn. Try. I forgot. It. Take already. a shot. Take a shot at it. Carp. Kurt, help me. That's, you, got you, got it. It. you got it. You got Carpe. it. What? <laughs> oh, I ain't got it. Help me out, Jess. Help my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Carpe wanna, omnia. Carpe yeah. up, bro. You like that now? You're gonna be doing it. You're gonna be going over there with your boy after the show. Yeah, right? you, you, you do yours already. Yeah, you carpe omnia, baby. She's yes, sir. Good. What y'all doing after the show? Seize them. Um, we're gonna be on the. Uh, we're doing the Mike Irvin thing. They're gonna let us be Mike Irvin for about a second or two. Be on the jumbotron yeah. during the game. Yeah, let's go. Let us go. Mike Irvin Represent. I wanted to say seize the hanging with the boys, but should have let should have let me and Kurt be like pop up from the bottom of the screen with posters that say hanging with the boys. Tune in. Oh man, we gotta go over there with that. Oh, we definitely gotta go over there with that. And then get and then get Chris LeBoy to say just pop up straight back down. So how you doing today, Kurt? Good. You good? good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Doing all right. Just want to check on y'all today, make sure everybody's good, because uh, I feel good about this game, man. Yeah. I feel too good. I feel too good? I feel a, mm, I feel feel a, too good. I feel a double-digit win, man. I just, double after digit. looking at it and, and feeling it, feeling it, I just, mm. I feel good. So, so what should we, what should we be worried about on, what are we doing today? Offense, their offense. Their offense. Yes, sir. Their offense and our defense. Am I wrong in thinking don't let them hang around? Put them away early. Yes. Because they can make some plays, right? They don't have a lot of playmakers, but they can can make some plays. So, Jesse, who's a couple guys that we need to look out for? I mean, of course, you start with, you know, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Well, yeah, Aaron Jones, um, Jordan Love, the quarterback and the running back. But when when I was doing some work this morning, I started to think to myself that maybe, just maybe, that we potentially could be overthinking the Aaron Jones success against the Cowboys. Oh, he's feasted on them. You're absolutely right. Explain, please. And here's why I think that. Because uh, uh, the great philosopher Fat Joe once said, yesterday's price is not today's price. All right. Yeah, Socrates, Fat Joe, all the great. Chris, mark this, please, because if this comes true over the weekend, Jesse is going to backpat, and we need we need you to we need you to preempt that with this clip. No, but 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 you know, I said the great philosopher Fat Joe said yesterday's price is not today's price, Mm -hmm. and every single time that Aaron Jones has gotten a chance to go off on the Cowboys, what was the common denominator? His quarterback was Aaron Rodgers. Okay, his receivers were. Guys like Randall Cobb, Devontae Adams. You plan different for Aaron Rodgers. You scheme different for Aaron Rodgers. 
these are the moments in time when you go, you know what? The boogeyman is no longer in town. We don't have to play the same way we once did. This is, this is as well as Jordan Love has played in the last couple games, and nobody's talked about this. this is what you know, Jordan Love has played in the last couple games. This is first year starting. He is not Aaron Rodgers. He does not pose and bring the same fear, knowledge, um, I would even say ability that Aaron Rodgers brings. Aaron Rodgers was a one-man wrecking crew a lot of times for the Cowboys. Now, I'm not saying Jordan Love is a scrub. I'm not saying that Jordan Love can't play. What I'm saying is he ain't Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> right. And Aaron Rodgers is... He's the type of player that kept coaches up at night. When you had to face Aaron Rodgers, it was a it was a it, it was a thought process that you would wake up in cold sweats and thinking about, is that coverage going to work? And so, a lot of times, you would prefer to pay more guys in coverage and less bringing towards Aaron Rodgers in hopes that you were able to make him have to make a decision, and then you're able to get home in that way. With Jordan Love, you don't have to do that. I don't believe Jordan Love has the mental – I'm not saying he's a dumb player, so don't take it that way. I'm saying that he doesn't – he just hasn't accumulated enough knowledge over time that Aaron Rodgers had did when he was whooping on the Cowboys. Mm. That offensive line was different. They had guys like Bakhtiari. I mean, like under under that those teams, they had a pretty solid offensive line. They had one of the – probably one of the best offensive lines in the league. Yeah. That helped. Right? Uh, again, Devontae, like the weapons that was around Aaron Jones helped him have success against the Cowboys. And I don't think that the Cowboys, and while I'm not saying that they're absolute run stopping, uh, a run stopping defense today, I would argue that this is probably the best equipped Cowboys defense, front four, front seven, however you want to say it. containing the run than in those years prior. Hmm. So I think there's a lot of things that factor into the point of, yes, Aaron Jones does, did those things then, but yesterday's price is not today's price. Um, the one thing that when I'm watching film that just stuck out to me, and Nate, you can, if you saw this, you can speak more onto this, was their left tackle, um, Rasheed Walker, 63. And the one thing I noticed about him was a lot, a lot, a lot in the Bears game. He has no anchor. Like he he he's not a nasty left tackle. I I I prefer my left tackles like I prefer my trailer park women. <laughs> and like I do. No, no, <laughs> no. But I like him filthy nasty. Mm. I like him nasty. I like him. I like him nasty. Well, you got to question yourself when you're done. I mm. like him nasty. <laughs> He's not that. And when he takes on a bull rush down the middle of his chest, he 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 doesn't anchor and stop. Like when you bull rush him, when you come at him in the like when you come at him and you get into his chest, there is no point in time where you see him just sit down and it stops. You see him kind of just put, 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 put back. And you watch many a times the left tackle and the right tackle, it's closing in on Jordan. I mean, over and over and over. And you see Jordan Love, he's back there and he's kind of, he's fading away. He got the one-legged dirt going on and he's trying. And then on the in the run game, 
he's not a multiple effort left tackle. Like he's not trying to, he's not trying to humiliate you. He'll get his initial block and then he'll go, oh, play's over. While the play's still going. <laughs> and I, I just kept and I couldn't take my eye off of it. Mm-hmm. It it just it just I just kept looking at him over and over and over and over. Now, what they want to do and how they get Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, uh, they're gonna use their tight ends a lot. And you if you watch in the passing game, their tight ends are are chipping that left tackles defensive end every single time. They're chipping. They're giving some help over there. Like, they're not releasing until they got a, a chance to go, all right, I left tackle. And that, that tells me that they're not confident in their left tackle. Mm-hmm. And I just can't stop thinking about Micah Parsons is going to abuse him because he, ha- he doesn't have good balance. He doesn't anchor well. And when I, like I said, when I say anchor, I mean when they get to that collision, and, and, and it's basically, what do you can you put on your anti-lock brakes? Do you have enough power to sit down and then stop whatever that surge is coming towards you? He doesn't. Hmm. All right. He doesn't. Good sign. Um, but what they like to do in the running game to get, and these are some of the runs that gets Aaron Jones, and, and more so Aaron Jones than A.J. Um, Dillon, the wineback runs, right, is, is when you'll see they'll start, they'll start left, and they'll leave the so they'll start left and they'll leave the opposite defensive end free. So he's thinking, oh, okay, cool, I'm free, I'll go get the quarterback. But what they'll do is they'll use that tight end and he'll kind of just creep down the line, kind of like almost a kick out or a wham block. So you'll start left, and if you have the if you have the front side positioning, you'll take it. <clears throat> but you'll start left. That defensive end will either come up the field or freeze, and then now you'll kind of just wind it back towards the right. And at, at the same time, you're hoping that that tight end is either um, has reached his inside shoulder to keep him running the loop, yeah. cut his legs out underneath him, or just flat out blocked him. And now they're winding it back, and you see, you'll see them. And they do it both ways. They'll do it. They'll start right and wind back left. They'll start left and wind back right. I would think um, they would, they'd go after Parsons with that because you got D-Law on the other side. It's pretty solid. So. Right, and, 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 and that's the thing is that you, they do it both ways. They, they do it both ways, and in the running game, they'll have the tight ends. They'll, they'll help down on those tackles to make sure that they, they're, they're really getting those blocks on those defensive ends. But I, I just – the more and more I watch this team offensively, and Jordan Jordan has a skill set that he hasn't honed in yet. Like, yes, he has a live arm. Yes, he has a powerful arm. Yes, he has the arm angles. But again, when Rodgers was at his peak, that's when you understood that he can throw the ball any place, anywhere, anytime from any angle. Mm-hmm. Jordan has the, uh, the ability and the potential. He just hasn't honed in on just when to do it. Because he throws a lot of passes sometimes where, I mean, he ha- he's probably had about four or five interceptions just flat out dropped. <laughs> I mean, flat out dropped. Um, <clears throat> and he'll take shots where you'll look and you'll go, Jordan, take the check down. Like, Take the check down right there. It's a positive game, but he forces it another way. I didn't realize this. Uh, last eight games, 20 touchdowns, one interception, 269 yards a game, and seven games with over 100 rating. Yeah, the the, the second hot. half of the season, he's he's again, he's found his rhythm. But 
I, I'm looking at the overall what we what we can do to him. Yeah. What we can do to him from a pass rushing perspective, um, lining Micah up in the A gaps, running those stunts. They, their offensive line is is suspect, and I just think the way that Jordan Love is kind of loosey goosey with the ball and his handling of the football and his throwing of the football, the way that they closed down on him in Chicago, I was like. Oh, Micah might have four or five sacks in this game. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Really? Like I'm serious. He might have. I mean, it, it's it's easy to say he'll have three. Like I'm willing to put money that he may have three. Well, let's talk about their offensive line from someone that knows a thing or two about offensive lines. When we come back, and man, the football world looks a lot different today than it did yesterday, doesn't it? Yeah, talk it about does. that real quick. And a couple of anniversaries. When we come back, do you know what today is? Fall is here, and that means football is back, bringing all the delicious game day foods with it. As you prep for all the big games, tailgates, and watch parties, let Yokiero be your one-stop destination for all things home gating. Yokiero's fresh, flavorful, ready-to-serve guacamole made with real Hass avocados will score taste bud touchdowns as you cheer on the Cowboys. Yokiero's wide range of mouth-watering and versatile products can be found in your local grocery store's produce or deli section. Grab some today. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel, attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they make just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't-been-here-in-years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. How's Wingstop sound? Crispy, juicy, classic wings. Made to order, cooked to perfection. And sauced and tossed in those 11 soul-satisfying flavors. Paired with hand-cut seasoned fries, house-made honey mustard, blue cheese, or signature Wingstop Ranch. And, of course, spicy Cajun fried corn. I think you've heard enough. Get your flavor delivered at Wingstop.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back to the second segment of Hanging with the Boys, brought to you each and every day by Blockchain.com. Thank you, Blockchain.com. Before we get back into it, a couple of anniversaries today. This very day marks the ninth year mm. of the catch mm. in Green Bay. What a week for that to be the mm. ninth year anniversary, yeah. huh? I was standing right there and watched it. Still 
I'm still not convinced <laughs> they would have won that game. Well, there's that's, a lot of time left. Yeah, a lot of time. There's a lot of time left, and the ball only got to the one-yard line, so they still actually had to go <laughs> yeah. and score. Yeah, to like, there's score. a lot of variables in that yeah. game that we don't talk about. Yeah, but, like, you know. Like, Aaron Rodgers was doing what he wanted to you with one leg. Um, yeah. And not – the it changed one, the second one. Changed the face of football, though. They changed the rule because of that yeah, play. Yeah, it's a, yeah. yeah, it's a football looks a lot different, and it looks a lot different today than it did yesterday. Pete Carroll, Nick Saban, Bill Belichick, all out. Yeah, in twenty four hours. Within twenty four hours, that's crazy. Who's the biggest? Like, who do you think is the biggest? Like, was like, whoa, Saban. I think, I think Saban. Pete, I would say Saban. I would say Saban, Saban well. but I don't think Saban's done, man. I think he's going to take a couple of years off, go do TV, and then I just think he's going to I think he, so. either that or he like he. I think he's one of those guys that's just got to be. I think he's done. You think he's done? Yeah, man. Here's I think I think he's done. I think Bill should be done. Should be probably yeah. Um, what do you think about him going to a team that's stacked, that's ready to win, like? The Chargers, where he just steps in for a year or two, goes and wins one, and then I'm done. I think Bill, I think he's past his prime. Mm. I think Bill Belichick now. Blasphemy. Is, <laughs> he is Phil Jackson of the New York Knicks. Big name, no more substance. Mm. Mm. You think the game's evolved to where he's not? Yeah, I, I don't think the Patriot way works with these young kids. Yeah. I don't. They, they don't. I agree with they that. don't. I don't think they kind of see. It worked when you had the veterans, right? And when your leader Tom was the, I mean, he held it he, together. He, 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 he right was now. the one that was like always like, all right, we're gonna march to a different mm-hmm. drum, a beat of a different drum. Like Tom was always the one that kind of campaigned for it, and it, it always. But these young kids, like he's seventy two years old. Yeah, like he's seventy two. All three of them are. All three of them in their seventies. All of them. I think the same thing with Nick. I think Nick's done. I think Nick looks up and he goes, "I I can't compete with this stuff anymore." Like maybe nils, the nils, the transfer portals. Can can you imagine following that dude up? Either one of those dudes, especially Saban at Alabama, trying to carry that torch. And another anniversary. Anniversary of birth. Happy birthday to Kay Clark, our most loyal listener. Twenty four years old today. Happy birthday, (laughs) Kay. We got a listener birthday too. Yeah. Uh, John oh. Nelson. John Nelson. John Nelson. Yes. Or he's in England. Oh England. yeah. John Nelson. John when we were Happy over across the pond yes. that year. Happy birthday, John. Well, Nate, what do you think about this offensive line they're facing? You agree uh, with Jesse? <clears throat> they gonna give it up? Uh, they 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 are virtually doing the same thing we're doing. They're trying to get a lead. And they're trying to unleash their defense. You know, they're trying to unleash Preston Smith, Clark, um, Walker, and those guys as pass rushers. So their offense is built that way. Last three weeks, uh, Aaron Jones has uh, enhanced this kid. This kid has thrown a lot of interceptions in the last five or six weeks. Uh, Matt LaFleur has done a great job of, of giving him uh, throws that he can make, which he can make almost all of them from what I can see. He, he he moves around now, gives his uh, second and third receivers chances. Uh, they play much faster offensively than they do defensively. Defensively, they just tag along, hang in there, try to be in the right spot, uh, feel the uh, passing lanes. But on offense, uh, they mix it up. They got 
three or four receivers. Look in there. They got at least four receivers, five, with over 500 yards, and they got three. They got, and over, yeah, got six, nine with yeah. 200 yards. Yeah, so they, they mix it up. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I think the best receiver, you know, he's been on and off, or, or about to come off of IR, but, you know, then miss a week. But they, 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 they have it going on. When I look at them, uh, they're young, they're energetic, uh, they're not going to be scared because they don't know what they don't know. Mm. You know, it's going to be up to the Cowboys to, to, to let them know. Oh, to let them know. You know, I, I'm with Jesse. If we can start doing pressures, we we have to score first. We have to score first. Uh, not because I think, like last week, I didn't care whether we scored first or not. The Washington team was what? This bad. team is a little bit different. They 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 can hang in there. And uh, they coach Matt LaFleur, uh, the offensive coordinator. I, I don't know his name. What is his offensive coordinator's name? Uh, they do a good job. I think they do Adam a good job. Yeah, I think they do a good job of, of uh, seeing what is happening to them. Now, uh, they don't want to just throw it, you know, back to back to back to back. They want to give you a bunch of Aaron Jones. In these last three games, teams have been getting doses of Aaron Jones. Uh, 21 out of 34 total carries against the Panthers. Uh, 20 out of 39 carries against Minnesota. Uh, 22 out of 27 total against the Bears. This kid, this kid has caught fire. Uh, he, like, like Jesse said, he could, he could do a whole lot more because they would used to give him series where, where the uh, – where John Wick would just eat you up with nothing but him, <laughs> but now he is an enhancer for for this kid. He 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 keeps it balanced for this kid. You know he he knows his role. He still got good explosive speed. He's still uh, a wiry dude that you think when you when you finna tackle him, you think you finna bring him down easily. He gonna hit up in there on you. Where they so, try to use him and even AJ Dillon more just to keep the Cowboys' offense off the field. I would. Now will it work? Will it work? Well, I'm just thinking that our defense is so focused now. They they have about seen it all. After three years of regular seasons, ups and downs, uh, playoffs, ups and downs, I think they have seen it all. And they can rally to most uh, problems. My my only – I guess my only – if there is a concern – and I've had this concern for months, for weeks. When it comes to the the, the Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon running, because I do think um, the Packers understand that they have to slow this game down. Take they, the air out of it. They can't. They, they cannot go up and down the field with the Cowboys. They, they, one, they don't have the firepower on offense to do so. Two, they don't have the studs on defense to stop it. Right. right? So their, their, their approach must be, hey, let's, let's take our time. Let's make sure that we are um, that we're staying ahead of the sticks because they know if we get into mandatory passing downs, third and eight, third and seven, when we, we know that they have to pass the ball, again, you got to deal with 11. And that's a lot to deal with 
all game long. Now, Jordan Love does have the ability to to uh, to dance around the pocket and to move, and he can throw on the run. Uh, but even when he throws on the run, he gets himself in trouble. He does the things that you don't want a quarterback to do. He throws back, you know, back into the coverage. He'll mm-hmm. throw things, you know, he'll he'll lob it up there sometimes. He'll throw in a double coverage. So the the, the coach and the office coordinator has to understand that we we can't put him in that situation. Because if we do, then he's liable. Um, he's liable to do something that can cost us. Yeah. And for the first half of the season, he was doing those things. Changed up a little bit in the second half. Uh, but the thing that worries me is the fact of the matter is that we are still the Cowboys defensively are still light in the middle. We're light. Like Marquise Bell, great kid, fantastic job doing what a coach asks you to do. But life is different when you're in playoff football. And they're going to look at that and going to say, that's where we're going. We want to see if 14 is going to be able to fill the gaps, if 14 is going to be able to run fit, if 14 is going to be able to do what he has to do for four quarters with two running backs that both bring a level of physicality that will wear you down. Yeah. The thing about them that you will see that they are in sync with the 49ers is they'll bring a tight motion. end in motion. But then when they get set, they'll run both of them back in a versus the run. Mm-hmm. So they'll run tight ends in their run game. And so that'll make you – a lot of times when I'm making my read, I'm on this guard and I'm a tackle. I see – I go in and that's just where they're coming because that guard will turn you right on in. Mm-hmm. And so that misdirection, now you have to read your keys and be very, very disciplined because, believe it or not, the few times I saw Aaron Jones, it was just right outside the tackle. With it, with that, with that defensive end or that linebacker misread it. With, with the all, they, they got, they, I, you know, me watching their defense. I was just like, I call like four people, like, man, tell me, they just guys, you know, drop back in deep coverages and keeps things in front of them, and they just guys, and they'll make a play here and there, you know, even though they got a lot of guys with sacks, they just guys, but on offense. They kind of, because of all the passes, all the things, and these, like I said, these last three or four games, this kid ain't been missing. Nope. Now, Isaiah says, and I'm asking you, he says this kid kind of got a floater. But I'm like, he ain't missed. Mm-hmm. You know, he said, you know, he still got a strong arm. He can do all that. But it's always an arc to it. I'm like, like to me, look pretty good. So, I mean, just your opinion. Yeah, because the thing is, like I said before, he can't step into throws. Oh, okay. Right? Because I'm telling you, I'll show you, the pocket is consistently collapsing from the left yes. and right tackle. Right. So, everything that he's doing is all arm strength. It's I can get it there, but I'm not – I don't – his his throws that he really drives in there are the ones that he's rolling out to the right, uh, are the ones are right in front of him, the shorter passes. That way, because he gets the ball, boom, it's out quick right now. But anything past 10 yards, that line just hasn't been able to hold up. And over time, the mental part from the quarterback is he starts to he starts to feel that pressure before it even happens, so he's already backing up. So he never gets a chance to fully step into his throws. Now, like I said, he has the arm strength to still get it there, and that's where that arch comes from. When you see a quarterback that has a lot of air, that means he's not being able to step in and drive the football. He's not being able to put that you got a lot of that anticipation oomph, that, that, oomph, that oomph, it oomph, you know behind it. But that's the part that gets him in trouble because when you when you put that air, the guy's open, but he's open if you drive it. 
is different when you put a little air under it. Where now, because we're talking about the National Football League, we're not talking about high school to college. This is open in the national. This is wide open in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. If I beat you by this much, if I got you by that much, that's wide open. <laughs> that's wide open in the National Football League, and a, a ball that's put on the money with the right amount of zip to it keeps you wide open. A ball that sails a little bit gives me recovery. So does time. that give? Somebody that's got really good ball skills like Deron Bland, yep. is that going to give him some opportunities yep. in this game? Yep. Him putting that air under the ball? Yep. For sure. But the thing that's – and that's why I think they went into playoff mode because they saw opportunity. About the last three or four games, they saw that opportunity. Man, you know what? We got a chance to beat three teams that we know we probably have a chance to beat, and we can get into the playoffs. So I think Coach started altering it, making sure – that he mixed that run in there enough to give his offensive line a chance, you know, to, to perform. Because a lot, a lot of times I, I've watched – y'all heard me say a lot of times, wow, they did not even try to run the ball. They did not even try to save their quarterback. But they, Green Bay don't feel that way. They're going to try to save their quarterback. Sure. You know, so. What worries you more, their passing game or their running game? Uh, it's just, it, it just the score the score means a lot to me in this game. I want to score first, and I want to score often. I, w- I want to see what this kid can do when it's, when it's all on his shoulders so we can really rush him. You know what I'm saying? I want, to, I want to score and score often. I don't want them going back and forth with us because now that brings Jones and the other kid into the game. I don't want them in the game. I want to take them out of the game. Yeah, I would say for me it would be the running. And the reason why I say running because <clears throat> I, I look at running if, to equate it to basketball terms. The, the pass – and what, how they want to pass are three-pointers, which means the percentage of you having success there is a little bit lower. While you may have some success, yeah. it's lower. The run game is a layup, yeah. right? Like, like, the, like a layup is 90%. If I get the guys blocked right, I can get five yards a clip. Yeah. And that's what you know his what kid is getting. And, and, and that's the part that'll, that'll, that can really that, – that, that's the start that breaks the camel's back. Yeah. And it's easier, it's, it's easier to get a run playoff than it is – to get a 15, 20, 25-yard play down the field, right? The succession rate on those two plays differ from a three-pointer and a layup. I think the run game, if we don't – if we don't, because, again, like I, I, I told you how I felt about the offensive line and how they do it, but our, my, our concern is that we are light. And, and that's even, – even, even the not-so-good, great, elite offensive linemen, still 320 pounds. Throw 310 pounds, throw 300 pounds, mm-hmm. right? And if you're playing at this league, at this level, you you are at least good enough to play here, right? Physics as physics, 300 pounds, 200 pounds. If I just get the right positioning on you, I win. All right, let's talk about how light Is that physics. I don't know if that's physics or not. Sounds yeah. like physics. Sure. sure. Sounds it's like not science chemistry or biology. So let's go with <laughs> yeah. a Mack truck. Hit a hit a hit a, hit a Honda wagon. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go move. Yeah. Let's talk about how light they are in the middle. We'll get some injury updates. Kurt, pull that uh, latest injury report. I don't know if we have one today yet or not, but pull the one up from yesterday, and then we will talk Cowboys side of the ball when we come back on Hanging with the Boys. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. 
Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. How's Wingstop sound? Crispy, juicy, classic wings. Made to order, cooked to perfection. And sauced and tossed in those 11 soul-satisfying flavors. Paired with hand-cut seasoned fries, house-made honey mustard, blue cheese, or signature Wingstop ranch. And, of course, spicy Cajun fried corn. I think you've heard enough. Get your flavor delivered at Wingstop.com. SeatGeek has your back, no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they make just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't-been-here-in-years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. James right here, your 2022 Dallas Cowboys fan of the year. You know how much I love my Cowboys, and I am thrilled to be talking to you about the 2023 Fan of the Year Award presented by Captain Morgan. We're looking for the ultimate Cowboys fan to spice up the game. That means you eat, sleep, and breathe the Dallas Cowboys. If that's you, or if you know someone like me, then go to DallasCowboys.com slash Fan of the Year, and you could win tickets to Super Bowl 58 and so much more. Enter today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to hanging with the boys. Welcome back to the third segment of Hanging with the Boys, brought to you each and every day by Jigsaw, the official dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. And there's some uh, some familiar names on the sidelines of uh, the Packers. Rich Bisacci, I didn't realize he was the assistant head coach there. We're, we're in special teams coordinator. And Kyle Wilbur, remember that guy? Oh. Special teams quality control. So he's okay. back with game. Rich. Okay. Yeah. So, interesting. You know what? I, they were previewing the, the Texans-Browns game. You know what I love about that game? It's two teams nobody thought were going to be in the playoffs. Maybe at the beginning of the year before – the Browns' season fell apart, and then Joe – but the last, you know, halfway through the season, nobody thought – one of those teams is going to go to the divisional round. Yeah. Because they're playing each other. Yeah. So one of them's actually going to, you know – The Texans. You think? I'm a huge, I've become a huge C.J. Stroud fan. Have I like you? that kid. I like that kid. Good year. Yeah. I like that kid. I, I hope he advances. Yeah. doesn't go through the sophomore slump. I hope yeah. he, he – he'd be fun to watch. It'd be fun to have a, a Texans-Cowboys rivalry. Texas like, Cowboys yeah. Super Bowl. They play next year, don't they? Do they? That, so. that would be awesome. Just because those two cities just don't like each other. Mm-mm. I don't know of another city that just doesn't like. Well, I mean, there's always New York and Boston. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's more of a sports rivalry. That's not. Do people from those cities actually hate people? Like I don't yeah, like I you. Think yeah. So. 
Yeah. Like because would, you live there. Yeah. yeah. Everybody in okay. Philly. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, Philly versus everybody. Yeah, Philly versus everybody. <laughs> All right, back to the show. Defensive side of the ball, do we have an injury report? Really, the only one to worry about, it looks like, is Gilmore shoulder. He did not practice yesterday. He did uh, early portion of practice today. Yeah. Okay. Uh, had helmet and shoulder pads on, worked on the jugs machines. So yeah. so he's moving. He's moving. He's I mean, hell, if his legs work, let's go. I was going to say, what, let's go. What, it, it's a shoulder injury. How much does that limit him? Let's Can go. he go 70 80%? Yeah, and if I got good drugs. <laughs> you can get that shoulder up a lot higher after you visit the uh, training room. Yeah. yeah. What about uh, is Hankins good? Yeah, he was uh, limited yesterday with his ankle, but I mean, he played last week, so he how, should be good to go. How big of a difference? You've talked about no, it he's before. Big, big, big. Is Hankins? <laughs> no, he's just big. He plays in this game. I oh, know he's a big dude. Oh, I know he feels he feels some space, but how big of a difference is he going to make in this game if he's able to go or not, Nate? Marquise Bell's life depends on <laughs> him and Clark. <laughs> That's true. That's how big it is. You That's sounded true. very Shaq-esque when you said that. Yeah. That's yeah. true. His life depends on us. Yeah. So that's big. That's big, man. So we need him. Every bit of it, man. Because I, I just believe teams go back. This is where all the scouts come back mm-hmm. in. This is where all the coaches, mm-hmm. all the general manager, everybody was over there. About tired of one another. It's late in the week because, look at this is what I found. You you get so much stuff. The coach has to start rejecting some yeah. of it, you know. And in every and every major game has one thing in common with the Dallas Cowboys: running the ball. <laughs> <laughs> that has not changed over the last 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. Teams will come in, and that is what. Check this clip out, Coach. Check this clip out. When last time they seen this formation, da-da-da. Now, they ain't going to put all of that in because they can't change who they are. Right. You know, but they can put some wrinkles in. They can have – what would you say, Jay? I never put was around putting the offense What – if you run uh, on an average of 65 plays, what amount of new plays, two new plays or no, four I, new I, plays? No, I would say 10. Yeah. You would have 10. You put ten in there. Do you practice those more yeah. than you do? Oh yeah, you got yeah, to. Yeah, you, you because, run a couple no, no, no. reps. Because most coaches, I don't offensively, they have to see it successful in practice to call it in the game. Yeah. Like it's like if it's if it's a wrinkle, if it's kind of something that's outside of their norm, they mm. want to see it repped. They want to see it repped because they don't. Because if they, it's, nah, we're not doing that. We're, we're, take it out. I've seen coaches like sure. want to feel like. Spell it if offensive lineman can't get yeah. it. That's it. Offensive That's lineman it. can't get it. It's Take it over, out. bro. Take it out. We're not running it. So, <laughs> they'll they'll so scrap it. Yeah. When you say new play, is it like brand new? They just drew it up? Or are you talking about this is a play that you maybe worked on in training camp, September, no. and it's new to this brand game? It's, week new, to, four. it's, it's yeah. new to this game. So it's, it's completely new. It's specific to it's this game. game. Yeah. So they created it for this game. Because, yeah, for because they, they saw it. They could have saw yeah. it somewhere saw else. They saw it somewhere else that it worked against this team. Oh. They're like, oh. Like the 49ers ran yeah. this, and this right. is they broke down here, so we're going to. Because what okay. they'll see, they'll see, they'll go, oh, that play, the way they ran that play looks very familiar to some of the things yeah. that we do. Right. Right. Or we have the personnel to do that. Because yes. some plays you can't do. You're like, you know what? Yeah, we can't run that play. I know it looks sweet, but we ain't got Tyreek Hill. Right? No, so it won't no, work no. without a Tyreek Hill type no. player. But you can see something, you go, Boy, I look just like our Cal Trey. Right. 
yeah, we got we got the yeah we could we got we can do that we can do that. So Chris, you bragged earlier this season about I watch a lot of film. That's how I recognize all this stuff. Your job on Monday <laughs> is if they run a play they don't normally run, you report back to us where they got that play from. Good luck. Okay. Hey, all right, I like it. Challenge accepted. All he's gonna do is go down there and be like, "Hey, what play did you get?" Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I don't care if you ask. I just want to know where they got it from. Who's the quality? Who's, who's the office quality control? That's where he's going. Hey, what play was that? Did you got? Where you guys get that yeah, from? Where'd y'all get that? Hey, all I gotta say is if they ever run a flea flicker, mm-hmm. uh, our boy Nick Eatman will jump out of the press box. I guarantee you that. <laughs> that is his play. Oh, he wants it? them to. His all, oh, yeah. His all-time he, he, play. Oh, my God. He always wants them to run flea flickers, and they never do. It's like, if this, you know what would be a good play right here? A flea, flea flicker. <laughs> you know, we haven't seen many. <laughs> Have we they're... seen any trick plays this no. year? No. No. Not even on special teams, right? No, actually, excuse me. We did have a fake, fake punt yeah. or no field goal, field goal, and it was an extra point. Remember yeah, that should right. be the pod pick this week. Will there be a trick play? <laughs> yes or no? Just say no across that. To find trick play though. Uh, what what did that say? Z U D Y. What Zuddy? Zuddy Zuddy. It's not a sponsor, so you don't have to worry. Oh about no, way. I'm just saying. It's not like Zuddy. Zuddy. Yeah. 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 Close. Like they got Jess the all the way. You guys New England. You guys are talking about yeah. the, uh, getting seventy-two at Zuddy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> you guys early on, we're talking about the Houston Cleveland playoff game. Yes. Cleveland and Houston played three weeks ago. Did you know that? I didn't. Amari Cooper had eleven catches for two hundred and sixty-five oh, yeah. yards and <laughs> I do two TDs. That. Yeah, that's when he became. And uh, Cleveland won the game, yeah. thirty-six to twenty. That's when he became. So the- CD went to his coach and said, "Look at him, man. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Let's do what we do." <laughs> but you know, last week it was impressive because if you CD, I believe at one point had like eleven targets, eleven receptions. I mean, he was not dropping the ball last week. He was. They were targeting him and he was catching them. You, you know, the just same. going around the playoff pitcher, man. You know who's 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 uh maybe he's hurt or something ain't right, but you know uh Tariq ain't he dropping yeah. a lot of balls, man. A lot of I'm talking about touchdown mm-hmm. balls. Mm-hmm. Drop one against yeah, us. Man, I'm like, wow, Tariq. It's gonna be tough for them this week in Kansas City because it's gonna be the highest seven. It's, it might be the coldest game yeah. ever, right? Coldest yeah, I mean, playoff yeah, game. It looks like it could be the second coldest game in NFL yeah. history next year. You, know, you know what? I, I challenge that. Yes. I challenge that. And I think Jesse, the way I'm gonna uh put this, Jesse gonna agree with me. When you playing in a cold game, you can't tell me that wasn't the coldest game. Yeah. <laughs> well, Chris, you've been in some games where you you can't tell me you out there filming that wasn't the I coldest mean, game. I mean, like the what Chicago the, game? That was the the numbers don't always tell you because I've been in some games where it's been thirty two degrees, but the wind, wind has been whipping that at forty two. That's the problem. yes. Yeah. When that wind get the whipping, <laughs> yes. and you start sweating, man. <laughs> <laughs> if you can have, see, it's different. If you got 25 and it's calm, right? With a little bit of sun. Thank you. You can work with that, boy. But what is 25 and that wind is whipping? No sun. That's yeah. why you know. That's why I think it feels so cold here is because there's always a breeze, whether it's summer or it's winter. The, the winds always. If, if it's motion, if it's 30 around. outside and it's not windy, it's not really that cold. But if it's 40 and the wind's blowing like it was. Mm. 40 miles an hour earlier this week. It the feels what's cold around here. us? What did he say? What did you say? What the what's this? around us? The ocean is around us. 
you know, on the coast. We're on the coast, brother. I put it like well, you're that. not on the coast. <laughs> but I'm saying, no, no. I mean, it is <laughs> like, you know, it, it comes away, out of that south, I'm telling you. We are five and a half <laughs> hours away. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> but, but, but now, it ain't coast funny. It ain't funny when them coasts have hurricanes and all of that, and it's affecting us. In a bad, in a terrible way. I'm gonna Google. I'm that. telling you, it's we Dallas don't get affected by hurricanes. <laughs> okay, all right. We, we get don't. rain. We get rain. Yeah. We get and it gets bad rain. We get bad rain. We get people' houses flooded out. Act south. Well, you know what? You're right. You up on the north. You may not get affected. Go down south. You will get affected. Dallas is not because it lacks any navigable link to the sea. That's, that's what, what they say. say. We're on a coastal. <laughs> that's what they say. You know say. what? We're on a coastal plain. Dallas is in the coastal plains, yeah. so that's what you mean. I don't care how you want to put it. I don't care how you want to put it with that's the man up above. Bring that heat. No, no, don't, 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 don't. No, you put it how you want, but when that weather comes, we'll go. see. Yes, Dallas is located in the coastal plains region of Texas. The coastal plains region of Texas includes cities such as Austin, Houston, Dallas, and San Antonio. Dallas is located on the border. Uh, bro, I, I know what I'm talking about when that weather comes. in north-central plains. Most of Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex lies inside the north-central plains. It's lit, it's a, Man, so don't tell Nate this because this <laughs> afternoon we're gonna be sitting at our desk. I'm gonna look at my phone and I'm gonna, there's gonna be a, a picture of him at the water. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. He's going. He's going to I the coast you. right now. I'm going to Lake Red Harbor. I'm going to Lake Red right now. Right on the beach. Only five hours later, it's coming our way. I can feel it. Well, wear your white tomorrow to work, fellas. White out. White out in the studio. I'll do that. Good seeing you. I'm like, I thought I had said Custer, so do we just. What I did, did too. Name? I was like, we're we missing the other one. Jesse, oh. good seeing you. Yes. Nate, good seeing you. Kurt, good seeing thanks you. for chiming in. Chris, thanks for keeping us on the air. Jazz, thanks for keeping him company. My Josh. man Josh, Josh, thanks for keeping us on the social channels. We will Coastal be back. Plain. Thank same you. time, Coastal same plain, Jesse. In our, in our warm Coastal confines city. on the coastal <laughs> plain of Frisco, Texas. See you tomorrow. It's the Coastal. We out. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?